truth is that the tzaddikim never judged people. It was always the ketanim. Our religion, if I want to be from, it says, don't judge other people. Have a done, as kala adam lekav means if I do judge, I should judge you lekav So I'm very, very from. My religion says I have to judge you lekav I'm very from. I judge you lekav I don't really know how, what you did, where you're coming, which Gilgal is this in, is this a tikkun, is it a punishment? I don't know. No, I, don't, I stopped. I used to judge people. I used to judge people. I stopped doing it anymore. And I don't want our religion. Yes, I'll go with Altadinus Khavercha, Ad Shadagil and Kaimai. I judge kind Nishka mention. I have enough time and you know what? I don't want you to judge me. Because yeah, it's, who knows and everyone is judged on his level and with the Krechts you can break you might be higher. Bottom line is that why do I have to be the accountant in God's books in Gan Eden? Right now I have to make kakash cake for, shav, for, for cheesecake for shavuos. I don't have time. I'm not such a deep person. That's it. But I took off my glasses of judgment a long time ago. And the truth is, the tzaddikim who have good glasses, they're really always able to, you know, the story of Reb Shlem and Mekarlin. Reb Shlem and was sitting and talking to somebody who everybody knew that he was one of the mamish of famous Russia. They were chayshidim for, I don't want to say in public, mixed company, the chet that he was doing. And that everybody knew about it. And one of the big chassidim at the time was Reb Uri Mistrelisk. Reb Uri Mistrelisk was known afterwards as the Saraf. He was a sharfa and he was one of the future big tzaddikei hadar. And he was there and he was like getting upset. Why is Reb Shlem the holy Reb Shlem who had Ruch HaKadosh, and he knew everything, and he's talking to this guy, and smiling, and being nice to him, and showing him Ava, and love, and like, and all of that. What's going on over here? So I don't know how Rav Shlema found out, if he saw him, or he just knew it in his Machshava. That I'm not, it's not clear. He could have, it could have been either. He called him over, and he said, go to the Bismedrish, and wait for me. I'll send someone to call you. He basically threw him out of his house. So imagine what I would be thinking is, why do I have to leave? You know, what did I do wrong? I never did any of these Averis, and this guy's a, a low-life uh, piece of garbage, and and he's the one who has to... He threw out the Buri Mistelisk. The Saraf. He told him, go wait in Bismarck for me. You know, he threw him out. Can you imagine? Why would you throw out the good boy? Throw out the, the bad kid. After whatever time, a half hour, 45 minutes, the Gabai came, he said, the Rebbe wants to see you. He came back in and Shlomo Mekalin said, the mitzvah to love every Yid has no limit. It means every Jew. You were limited in your Ahavas Yisrael. You couldn't love him. I did that for you to show you that Ahavas Yisrael is unlimited. You need to work on yourself not to let anybody or anything get in the way of limiting your Ahavas Yisrael. So very simple people, we have a, a, a meter of we can love you know 3% of Klal Yisrael. You know, if you're not religious, we don't love you. And if you're religious, if you're a different community, we don't love you. And if you're not from enough, we don't love you. And if you're not this, and if you're not Hasidish, we don't love you. And if you're the same, different Hasidish, we don't love you. Or if it's the, the, there's so many things. Don't let anything block your Havas Yisrael. Have a pure heart, like Shlem Kalin, like the Baal Shem Tev, like all the big tzaddikim. And then, you realize that it's on me. Havidon is kal ha'adam l'kav schus. The Tzvassam says, it should say, Havidon kal adam l'kav schus. Judge everybody favorably. Why does it say, Havidon is kal ha'adam, the gansamensh? He says, if you're going to judge a person, you should never judge. But if you're going to judge a person, you have to judge as kal ha'adam, the gansamensh. Everything he was born with, everything that he went through, you'll see by the time you're done, it'll be l'kav schus. 
We don't know histories of Gilgulim, and we don't know what happened to our children, and we don't know what they're dealing with, or what, what the guy across the street and your neighbor is dealing with, and right away we always come up with a way to interpret it in the most negative way possible. That's on us. The tzaddikim didn't do that. Right? Look what I'm doing. I sit and help people for free, and there are people who judge me negatively. Like, why? Why would you judge me? Like, I, I told the guy, I said, I, I say certain things, and you see, this guy on this side is perfectly comf- comfortable with it, and this guy thinks it's horrible. Is it really what I say? Is it really what I say? What I say, these people are going to interpret this way, and these people are going to interpret it. Is it really because I'm saying something? It depends on the people. There are bitter people, there are angry people, there are people who always look to find a way to make this guy bad. It can't be that he's doing it for free. has to be making money on it. Okay, but I'm not. Uh, well, then he's doing it. Oh, so it's for his COVID. It's like, like, why are you so busy with what somebody else is thinking to interpret how it's bad? Who does that? Sadiqam don't do that. Sadiqam are looking to, to make every person good and love each person. So that's what you tell your kid if you have to. You say, listen, first of all, I don't like discussing religion. I don't want it to come between us. Everybody is on their own journey. Every soul is on their own journey. Okay? And I gave up judging people. I used to be terrible, you know, you remember me? And they're going to say, yeah, I remember you. You used to judge my friends and you judged everybody. And then I woke up one day and I matured. I grew to the next level. When he came out after 12 years out of the cave, from his holiness. And like the Nesiva Shalom says, and then he realized that, that oh, uh-huh. Because Hashem didn't like that. Hashem said, would you come out of the cave to burn up my world? Stop burning up the world. Stop being a source of negativity, even from holiness. So he went back into the cave for the year until he learned how to play, if we could talk, if we could talk like this about Rishon Baichai, until he learned how to play nicely. You gotta, you gotta play nicely in the sandbox. You're so holy that, that you're burning people. That's not what the world is all about. In this world, you have to learn how to play nicely with other people. And you see people sometimes, I've spent the last 15 years spending most of my time with the off the derech, the sinners. Right? And I can tell you that what people think about them is totally false. They're so pure. They're so holy. They're so amazing. They have souls that don't stop. I've seen these kids. They get beat down to the bottom. As a, a kip that I'm, I know for a long time. And I would never, he's, he started putting on tefillin now after everything he went through. I would never do it. Not shaykh. Not, I know my, I know me. I am not on that level to go through the hell of being suicidal and trying to kill myself and then afterwards deciding I'm putting on film. It's impossible. I can never do it. They have muscle that you can't even imagine. And Hashem for some reason is putting them through this kur habazel, through this terrible, terrible stuff because they are the ones who their neshama flickers and they fight and they, they will fight to come back home. I've seen kids who are written off for being weak, for being balitaiva, and I've seen them come back to Yiddishkeit and fight and fight. Mamish and fight. One of our kips here, just now in group. The kid is keeping Shabbos and the friends are not keeping Shabbos. Doesn't stare him. He's like, absolutely not. I don't care. His friends are still Machala Shabbos. He decided two months ago, three months ago, I'm keeping Shabbos. I would never do that. If I was with a bunch of friends and I was a Machala Shabbos and they were, where does the strength come from? He has a girlfriend. The girlfriend said that I'm not so happy about this new Yiddish guy thing. She, her parents are not TP, so she and he, and he is TP, right? So she's not getting the kiruv, and he is. 
And he said, he told his parents, maybe I'll break up with her. You're going to break up with the girl who's been with you for three years and who you love so much. You're going to get married because she doesn't want to be as from as you. You're giving up your life for God. It's mamash mesiris nefesh of giving up your, your, your whole life. You who were so far away from Yiddishkeit and you're going to go ahead and say, well, it takes time. They're here five years, six years. You want a fast pass, right? We got it. Easy path. Fast pass, right? So, bottom line is, I've seen, and I, I just want to tell you as parents, don't worry about their nishamas and don't worry about their journey. You do what you need to do. You need to do what you need to do to make sure not to react wrong and not to respond wrong and to be calm and to give the medicine and to do everything you need to do. Zar zichnish for them. Don't worry about it. I really believe this, that one day, I'm going to be holding on to their coattails. They're much more chashev than we are. They're fighters. And as soon as they get a chance to fight, they will fight for what's right, for happiness, for health, and for Yiddishkeit. I believe that 100%. You could do a lie detector test on me. I really believe it because I've seen it. I've seen it.